emissions. Mm. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to ruin my Friday night or any other night for that matter and just say I'm going to do emissions at night. If you want to bring the six metre rig around here, Beck, I've got the B47 here to listen to it on. And I've got a 12 volt power supply to run it. Well, that would be, and you've also got bits and pieces to help tweak it up. Hmm. And oscilloscope and. And also coffee, the Um... <laughs> 
a delay system here. Because now that Mr. B-Face is gone, the delay machines have been taken out of the racks and we don't know what's going to happen to them. <clears throat> Maybe we can offer them $20 and I'll give me one. Um, anyway, it's all m most interesting. Yes, one of those 757s would be a most, most good piece of equipment. They weigh a ton, though. Oh, it doesn't matter. Breaking missions, but the high tension dropped off the 813, and the little connections which has yet to be made between the modulator and the rig, so that when high tension drops off the final, the modulator switches off, hasn't been made. <laughs> All the circuitry's there, and I haven't put a bit of wire in. So we apologise for that. We had full modulation, but with no carrier. That would have been easy today, mate. It would have been. It would have sounded rather like double side band, actually. Except you wouldn't be able to resolve it very well. Anyway, we apologise for that. Uh, everyone working CW down on 1800, go back to working CW, and back to the missions. You rang up my work QTH, right? Oh, yes. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, had... Yeah, I didn't ask you were going through the delay, that's why I didn't go for a cancel missions. Yeah, so that was certainly most most taining. Yeah, I've got coordings of of your end from my end. I thought if you had coordings of <laughs> of my end from your end, we could put them together and have emissions. Well, I've got coordings of both ends actually. And uh, reasonable quality. It's quite uh, Quite good. Where's the branch got to? Just came back. Yeah. Yeah, the other day I just didn't want to turn the microphone because, you know, the guy in the other studio could have just done listening missions and heard us carrying on like idiots, you see. Doesn't matter. People walked in while I was doing things. In fact, um, a lot of people walked in and did missions and saw what was going on. Yeah, the Beck doesn't want to be thought an idiot or otherwise oh, they mightn't put him on at night. I see the Beck has to be very conservative. A reputation. Yes, that's right. They never really got a bad reputation, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, people, see, people at work don't listen to missions, thank goodness. If they did, there might be trouble. Well, it probably wouldn't matter once you got reasonably, you know, got going. As one, one person at work said, um, no, I won't have this missions, no, because they could possibly be listening. They said, Dice, you, you are a D-head. Well, that's about what it amounts to. <laughs> One person said, oh, I heard submissions, and that's about what the helper said. Mm. But, uh, yes. Did, the, did you see the Sloan with his creation? Look, that's what I must tell you about. It's sitting in the, in the foyer in all its splendor on top of the TV set. Has he got a picture up? And um, it's sitting there all in its, its glory, cheap paper mache statue of whatever it's supposed to be. Did the Sloan do it? No, someone, some listener brought it. 
is it something off the Sloan? No comments. Well, that's just an abstract. Just an abstract. What's the Sloan got to do with it? Well, he's pictured in the, in the Saturday sun leaning next to it because he saved it from the rain. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So now everybody can see what the Sloan looks like. But if I had seen that photograph without reading it, I would have said, who's that man? Which paper was it? The sun. Oh. Don't get that one, unfortunately. I, well, oh, we don't either, but I got it specially. That's oh, yeah. It's flown. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. What, doesn't he, doesn't he really look like that? Look, you know what newspaper photographs are like. You just can't tell what a person looks like. What's that noise? Don't know. You know, you, you, there's just enough nations. What did it look for? Actually, most of those photos tend to look flattering because of the fact there isn't enough missions. You can't see every little detail. Pimples didn't show up. Yes. Yes, that's uh, Mr. S Mr. S there. Yes. Oh, well, I suppose there'll be a sign or the Bic won't be able to get up to go to work in the morning. I'll get mostly the tool. All right, then. Last night too. So we can sign this up at any time because it's not a scheduled crossband. What were you doing last night? I, I couldn't get to see all my sleeping hours have been thrown out now. So what did you do last night? Well, I just lied in bed till about two trying to get to sleep and listening to the Cedars. Uh, who was on? You. Oh, that Cedars. Is the um, is the BD still on with a you know with an FM missions? No, he wasn't before. Oh, I'm wondering. I couldn't hear him because of the. You do feel it's rather a waste. Like you look at the ten dollars yeah. or whatever it is, and you think I could have bought almost two records with that. Yeah. One and a half records. But it's sort of, you know, it's a, it's a good social drink, I think. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so it certainly has a way of an effect. Oh, it does. It's sort of, it's a, it's a really good effect. So it's not too intense, but it's it's good. Hmm. Oh, it's good that you bought a bottle just to, to experience yeah. it anyway. Well, I... If you don't ever buy another one. The fish had some, and, and I told the fish, you know, why I bought it. Mm. They weren't particularly pressed. <laughs> well, don't that fish agree with you buying all these things? Well, I had it in my briefcase, you see. And it went to move the briefcase, and there was this bottle he found in there. And I picked it up and, and thought, thought... Oh, he's turned into a, an AA. <laughs> Right. And another was alcoholic. <laughs> and I opened up this bottle of um, bottle of tea. And you walked into the room and said, Is my briefcase here? They thought you'd been at the job, like the foil, in the brown paper bag. Now that's not very nice. But um, even though it is spent, I think it's, it's quite, you know, uh, quite good. Mm. There may be a cheaper brand to get, I don't know. What brand was that? Oh, something to do with, I don't know what it was called. But what, did it have a picture on the front of the label? Yeah, a picture of a bull having a bullfight. Oh, yeah. Altorio or something. That's right. Is that the only brand you can get? No, I, I, I just made that up. It just sounds like the name, that's the Spanish name for a bull, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> cool, <right? laughs> What a load of bull. Maybe cryo or somebody might make a cheap brand. No, it's made outside the country. I don't think you can make it in this country. It's illegal. Yeah, because it has got... It's made some, from some illegal plant. Yeah, it's cactus. Made the rose, we don't have cactuses plant. here. It's cactus it comes from. Yeah, it's distilled cactus. Yeah. Yes. There are cactuses here, aren't there? I don't my, think there's enough to make that stuff out of. My grandmother's got cactuses. 
a different type of cactus. It's got written on it some special cactus that is very... A lot of um, medical things come from this cactus. Mm. Well, you could go out, you could try injecting a bit of um, yeast or penicillin or something into a cactus and just see what happens. You never Watch know. it die. All those little points fall out. <laughs> mm. How would you do it? I suppose you'd make it like wine. You get the cactus and sort of put it into a, into a sort of a tin and walk walk around on it in bare feet. That's what you're supposed to do. With, that's how you make wine. You get the feet. And you sort of walk around it and throw a bit of a few old socks in and other stuff. I get foot and mouth. <laughs> yes. And a bit of yeast. And then you go away and come back in, um, what's the maturing period? A couple of years or something. And see what the cactus has turned into. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what it might turn into if you walk around yeah. and be there. <laughs> mm. With an upward inflection on the end. That's right. Oh, well, next time the back saver, he can, he'll have to have some of this cactus stuff. It's, uh, he'll find it very tasty. What do you mean next time I'm sober? Of course, unfortunately, I've on a Sunday evening, before I go and do missions again, I've got to go out. <sighs> you got another one on? Yeah. What, this Sunday? Yeah, same time. Oh, fair enough. And then the week after on Sunday morning. Sunday morning? And the week after that on Sunday morning. How do you mean Sunday morning? Well, Saturday night, Sunday morning. What What time to what time? Uh, 12 to 6, 6 hours of missions. Ooh, you're expanding. But, but the good thing is... The good thing is... That there's only 6 minutes of tithing on a Sunday morning. So get to play lots of records. going on. The lights went off for about one second and the missions went off. Now, I don't know whether the lights, the power caused the missions to go off or whether the missions caused the power to go off. What is going on out there? You've got to go look at black marks. Banding. But, whoops. But, didn't realise we had that later open. We again apologise for that break in missions. That's all right. No, I've already taken it back. I took it back a fair way. Testing. We're just getting a formula together to make up this 24 milli Henry choke. And um, back to the replay. Again. It's of tithing on a Sunday morning, so I get to play lots of records. Oh, you, the bad you, thing is... Did you take any of your own ones down last time? No. Oh. I only played about one-tenth of the chords that I left out. What did you play? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember that. The other nine-tenths of the time. Um, but the bad thing is, Sunday falls on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Think of the money you'll make triple time or something. It's all just good fun anyway. I mean, if you had a choice of what to do on Christmas Day... I'd, well, on New Year's Day, I want to go to missions. New Year's Day? Well, New Year's, it's... Yeah. Sunday is New Year's Day, and if I have to work from 12 till 6 in the morning, it's... Oh, you'll be while we're working. Mm. <laughs> oh, you mean you'll be competition? Mm. But oh, now... I'm just going to say I'd rather not do that. Why, well, they probably chuck a mental if I do. <laughs> well, why don't we just move the... You know, just... Just move down to the... Or in 
invite everybody over to do missions on New Year's Or instead of letting your trucky friend ring up... Mm. Yes, I mean, if he can let his trucky friend ring up... Mm. You could take a 160 thing in there with a telephone dial on it, madly dial numbers in the middle of your program and see what comes out of it or something. We get free plugs. Seriously, what's happening for that evening? No one's decided yet. Well, someone had better do something about it. Hmm. I think it's a bore. I think I'll just go to a party. If you've got a party to go to, I suggest you go to it. No, I don't think so. Cause oh. Because, no, even if the missions never come off, it's sort of just fun to try and get them going. Hmm. It is a big, it's a very social oh, sort of a thing. I don't know. I've been to good New Year's Eve parties. I've never been to a good missions here. Mm. New Year's Eve. Oh, it's probably not your cup of tea. No, it's, 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 it's different because trying to get missions on is lots of fun. And besides, you know, the people and all this sort of thing. It's just good fun to try and do missions. Yeah, I'll have to take... This year, if the transmitter won't work, we'll just take down a cardboard replica. That'll do. Because it doesn't make any difference. No, no, it's this big cardboard thing that we erect in the middle of the home. Because nothing works anyway. With knitters written across it. In a hundred years' cardboard time. Balloon. <laughs> in a hundred years' time, it'll just be a, a festival which people would, will have forgotten what it came from. Yeah, the Festival of Light. It's just these <laughs> cardboard knitters and balloons. Mm. That's right, it'll be like these. It'd be like these, um, what do you call them, um, native... Togo culture. Yeah, cults that get carried on, they don't know where they originated. Thousands and thousands of people stream down every New Year's Eve without realising why it's being done or anything about it. They set up these little <laughs> things. Mm. It would be good if it did get on well, though. Yeah, that's the only reason it's being attempted. There's so much missions, like, so much... There wouldn't be one if, if last year or the year before that had gone all right. There wouldn't be one this year. The only reason for putting it yeah, on is... Perhaps a half hour extravaganza. Oh, yeah, there might be something from some local spot, but the only reason that I'm sort of involved in it is... Well, as I say, you know, if people want to... We'll have to wait till Biggie and Gold till the Bears finished his end, mm, mm. and then we should be right, I think. Mm, that's right. And a VHF link would be very good. Mm, your legs sort of prepared to crack that. Hello. Most of the time it wasn't too bad, anyway. It's very hard when you've been eating salada biscuits all week. Hard? I would have thought it would be easy. Then you get a khaki microphone. <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat salada biscuits, um, Beck. Anyway... It's 20 to 3, and we say good evening to all. BK Club. What, what an interesting call, Phil. Now, there was something I was going to speak about that I haven't spoken about yet. Oh. It was relative importance. Uh, we say morning. What hours are you on at the moment? Uh, 9 or 5. Oh. Yeah. How, did, how did the thing go? Uh, Any problems or anything? Right. The knock didn't think so, but... Uh, didn't he? I don't know. <laughs> what, did he th what was his comment? He wasn't impressed. Why not? What did he? What was he unimpressed about? Oh, he didn't make any particular comment. He said he wasn't impressed. I can't hear you very well because there's trams going by and the seats are on the other side of the room and it's all turned out. Oh, I see. Why don't you bring it with you? Well, hang on. I'll just go and get it. Right.
just got to see how it went. Yeah. I am getting thoroughly sick to death of the knock. He knocks everything. Now, I, th I thought giving him the nickname of the knock would, would put him, would make him aware of, of this fact. But really, you know, he just he's just so negative about everything. It's really off-putting. If you're listening, knock, wake up to yourself. No, it's really, sometimes he really gets my back up. I feel like building him one, you know, which is, you know. I mean, it, it's all right to knock things sometimes, but he, you can predict that he's going to knock anything, you know. Yeah. Mm, it's true. Is this live? I thought this was taped. No. Back was going to bed early. He's just saying just then that he's off the bed. I was listening to all those... Um, <clears throat> yes, I really did think it was his live. Um, I mean, this was taped. Hmm. But um, it's amazing that it isn't. I want to speak to the, the branch too, and uh, well, this is my opportunity. What channel is this? Um, channel 6. Repeater. Uh, it would be 146.6 or something. Yeah. What I do when I want to find something, I just step up in 100 kc steps. If they're not there, I go in 50 kc steps. And if I'm not, if I don't find them there, well, it's hopeless, really. Oh, yeah. actually, it might be about 147.2, mightn't it? No. What, what is the frequency? Because I'm listening on the output frequency. Well, I'm transmitting on the output. Hang on. Yeah, you would be. 146.9. 9. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's thirty. Yeah. Yeah, it's three things up here. Yeah, and how, how's how's the back? Yeah, good night, Tony. Good night, everyone. Oh, see ya, Toodle. Gee, the uh, the flippers are strong here. Here he strength nine. Yeah, who's the knock? Mark Z double M. What? Uh, Z double Mike. Z double Mike. Yeah. Oh, I haven't got that on the list. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, he's the last one, I think. You might have put him on the list. Anyway, his nickname's well-deserved. The Knock. The Knock, because he's always knocking things. Right. Toodle. See you, uh, see you, Dave. See you, um... Oh, gee. The other guy, anyway. The Beck. Beck, yeah. Dave. Yeah, Dave, what, what, what's this? What nickname? Where are you, Dave? Come on, you can't say things like that and just drop the button. Carry on like what? Like, I don't care, but I, please tell me what I carry on like. <laughs> How strong are the FM missions at your place, Branch? I suppose they're almost fully quietening, are they? Don't change the subject. They're yes, fully, they're yes, fully yes, yes, they're fully quieting. Don't change the subject. Carry on like what? Very good missions, too. Uh, I'd like to hear missions. <laughs> Gee, look, that was a rapid change of subject. Wasn't it? Oh, lightning. Sounded like he changed changed uh, cards or something. He's going to be, you know, feeling good tomorrow, going to work at 7 o'clock or whatever he's doing. Who? The big? Yeah, that's why I thought it was taped. You know, when the deck came on, I thought he wouldn't be up now, but apparently Spotty Beck must be up. He apparently hasn't gone to bed at GX yet. Of course, GX is broken down, that's right. Or, or, or Mark's GX has it. So yeah. Cheers, Flinders. Cheers. Uh, Dave, I, I take it I've uh, got your back up about something, so maybe you can tell Tony what it is and I'll find out why today. No, no, you haven't got my back about, up about anything, no. I think a few other people might, their backs might be, uh, might be somewhere. About what? But, uh, what would the other people... There are a few things that people say get, get my back up, not like certain people who live in... Um, 
in various suburbs, but uh, <laughs> oh, really, we'll say a very good evening to you and hope you, uh, you have a good evening. Beck, is that, is, that, is that thing of yours of talking in riddles contagious? <laughs> have you passed it on to the stew? I noticed you hadn't been doing it lately. I was saying to the Beck, I notice he hasn't been talking in riddles so much lately. It looks like he passed the line. I don't believe this is happening. Uh, is he really live or...? No, it sounds like a cart to me. Because nothing's, nothing's connected. Yeah, a couple of cartridges or something. Hmm. Yeah, see Yeah, see ya. are you just playing cards of the stew or what? And everybody, we say a very good evening, afternoon, daytime, nighttime, evening to you. And the beep, and it's been very beautiful weather lately. Have you beep? And Henry said that he uh, he's had a rock garden close by here. Look, Vic, I know you're playing cards for the uh, stew. This we'll is obviously. And, uh, <laughs> Could you hear them up there? Could you, Stu? Beep. What did you say, Branch? Beep. Could you hear them up there? Yeah, I hear who? The FM. I hear. The <clears throat> Hear the FM? Mm. Yes, yes, quite well. Oh, fair enough. How did you get to hear it? Uh, did you get tings or what? No, I, I heard them. They gave me missions on, on, on two metres. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. And I could hear it up here and downstairs on the, um, the cedars. Yeah. Quite good quality, low on deviation. Yeah, that's right. It was low on deviation. <coughs> yeah, if you're listening, Beatty Man, as soon as um, I got off the phone, I came straight back in and. Quite a bit of late. Does this indicate your state of brain has deteriorated even more than usual? 
Oh, I don't know. What do you think? Yes. Um, have... You don't think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Anyway, dot, 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 dot. Have you given up having... Have you given up having cross bands with the Beck? Do you find him too boring or something, or what? Or does the Beck find you too boring? I just spotty Beck's just so boring and middle class and, um... and, uh, you know, and conservative. He's just no interest to talk to. But you talk a lot on Channel B. I just said that as a joke. <clears throat> No, I'm being serious now. When I said, you know, you talk a lot on Channel B, how come you don't talk on 160? Does the rig blow up too often or what? Technically, the rig is working very well. Mm. It's just that I just don't... Like, you come on Channel B, you talk, you go off, right? Mm. But on 160, it's like a big duction. And it's just a strain. You just don't come on and talk and then leave when you finish talking. But it's only a big duction if you try to make it one. Well... Why can't you come on and have a half-hour contact? Well, the other night, about two weeks ago, the last time I was on, I didn't have any log on. I just came on, spoke to the back and went off, and the air came on. Yeah. And it was, I almost enjoyed it. Mm. But it's just that I find with oh, big power media, it has to be a big duction. So I, th I think you should take them more seriously. Like, log them anyway, but be conscious of the fact that straight after the contact, you can just uh, re-record the thing if you don't like it. But I always worry, once things logged... You I've always worn, keep things, that's your trouble. I've worn that head down that amount. Oh, heads are cheap. But, you see, if the technical quality isn't up to standard, I get upset, you see. Well, you just wipe it. But, I, but then it's all that work going to a log and it has to be kept, because in a hundred years' time, an equivalent to Chris Long might find them and play them on the century of sound. <laughs> I think you take logs too seriously. Because they can be wiped. How come you've come up to strength nine all of a sudden? You were strength five before. Am I strength nine now? Yeah. Am I strength five now? Yeah. Well, I'm just on high power, but it's still only a few micro-milliwatts. Oh, fair enough. But, you see, I, I just... I, I see a mitten, mitten, and I get... This isn't being logged, is it? No, I ran out of log. No, but of course it just it has to be a big duction, and it has to be super quality. Both presentation and technical. Yeah, look, there's something funny going on because you guys come onto Channel D and you have these really interesting contacts which go on for two or three hours. No, we haven't. You cover 160 and it just packs. The reason is we haven't had any contact for a while. Oh, I haven't been listening for a while. I haven't spoken to the back in length for, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but uh, say up until two or three weeks ago, you two were coming on four nights out of five and you're raving on for two or three hours and it was quite interesting. Then you come on 160 on Friday night and it just fell apart. You can blame this, this phone, this, this, this button phone we're talking to because we get our, our messages across and on 160 all we can do is just talk about what we've already talked about it becomes a bore. See, before, our means of cations each week, like my means of cations to the back was by... Yeah. It was a cross band. Yeah. But now I just pick up the button and talk to him on this. Yeah, well, you've gone the same way that Murray through AVR and all the rest of the people on 160 have gone. Right, Murray, well, right. Yeah, it's exactly what happened. They you all got, When they got two metres... See, all the people that have become inactive on 160 have become inactive because they got two metre gear. Well... And they found 162 is trouble compared to just pressing the button on two. Well, for a patient's point of view, two is better. Mm. The thing is, for me to come on 160, 
it requires an hour of preparation. Why? Well, first of all, I've got, uh, like, the switch room is usually patched for recordings or dubbings. So or is mine. It takes about three minutes to repatch. Ah, but your switch room doesn't take up two acres. Anyway, <laughs> first of all, I've got to repatch the switch room, right? Mm, which is one little patch field, yeah. people. It's not really around people. Two little patch fields. <laughs> all right, two little two patch fields. With three plugs that have to be changed. Another reason why it's hard to repatch my switch room. Is because you can't remember where everything goes. Well, what I did, I rewired it all through an IDF block. Mm. And I lost a piece of paper. <laughs> indicates which hole goes to where. We'll find out. But then I have to rewire it. I mean, go trace all the circuit. Oh, that shouldn't be hard. Because you've got to go, where's the C40 output to mixer one in? And you get this, this plug in and go, jab, 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 all the way along. We'll just put a bit of paper along with labels on it, that's what I did. Well, I did, they're all, they're all labels there, but there from when the switch, before the switch room was pre-wired. Put a new bit of paper in. It's two plaques. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you repatch the switch room. Yeah. You turn on the six meter sievers, mm. you tune that, you go and tune the six meter tenors, you go down to the missus room. Right, this is a crunch. It's freezing cold, wet rain. You hike to the missus room, you get the, open the door, you push the car out, you find out the, the keys of the car are inside. You go in, you get the keys of the car, you open the car, you, you climb the car, you let the handbrake off the car, you push the car out of the garage. What's wrong with this? It's all good exercise. Then you turn the meters on, mm. wipe the cobwebs away, and... Um, well, I had to do that sort of thing tonight. I had to go out, climb yeah. the tower, unshort the top hat, which had shorted through two pieces of wire, come back down, turn the rig on again, retune it, check that it wasn't glowing, come in, patch two in where the tape recorder had been patched in previously, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what's, what's the problem? No, you're not on there yet. Then <laughs> when I check, the, I check the system out, if the response isn't smooth, if there's not, if the signal to noise is less than 40 dB, I just refuse to come on. Why? Because I must have official quality. Why? I just, when I'm monitoring my cans, I yeah. like to have good emissions. We'll change over from Heisers to Browns, and you won't notice. But the trouble is, then they hurt your ears. We'll put bits of put it, put um, powder puffs between the the Browns and your ears. Take the frame off the Heisers and put them on the Browns. Yeah. I know somebody did that. Didn't improve the sound of the Browns, but I just don't find it interesting. interesting. Oh, now we're getting onto it then. It's a bore. You find the Becker bore? No, I don't find the Becker bore at all. Oh. I find talking to the Beck on 160 metres of bore, I prefer to go over and speak to the Beck. Oh, I see. So you, you've gotten to the stage of preferring simplex to duplex. Well... Is that it? Sort of. Well, that's getting right down to it. Sort of. You see, the trouble with 160, it was the cross band. I yes. know, They just become... They start to rule your life. Like you rush home, you tuttle home on Friday nights to have a big missions with the back and hope that the egg, the egg comes on. And it's just a ball mission. What's the big thing about Friday nights? I mean, here we are, it's Tuesday night. Yeah, this is coming out of... Have the, have the ratings. Who says? I say. <laughs> the phone gives more things on Friday night than any other night. Yeah. And it's just, I'm afraid I've just lost interest. Look, there was a time. Something doesn't add up somewhere in your logic. I've just lost interest in doing missions. Don't, don't you see that? Yeah, we're trying to work out why. Why? Because I've been doing missions solidly for four years now. Yeah. For four years, right? Yeah. The branch has been on for ten. That's yes, right. But the branch is, is a case. 
Well, I had six or seven months off. When? When I was up at Barania. True, you're catching up, that's right. Now, the thing Which is... Which was quite good. It is. Why don't we roster it on a six-monthly basis? All right, well, don't you come on 160 again till, say, March? Yes. We'll, we'll make that the case then. Yes. All right, then. <laughs> so you can be in charge of NYE? Oh. Do you honestly think you could stay off 160 continuously until March? We'll put it this way. <laughs> if I get a job somewhere, you know, out of Melbourne, I certainly would. No doubt about that. Mm. Which I might seriously consider doing. Mm. Now I'm seen somewhere. But do you see, it's just become... I just... Like, there was magic. There was magic in missions once. You listen to these old replays, and they're magical, right? That's what we'll do. We'll put on an old... Everyone had the right attitude then. We'll, put it, we'll have to put on some old replays and get the stew back in the, in the spirit again, I well, think. the whole thing is, I've got enough replays here. When you hear those old replays, yeah. does, it, does it get you interested again? It makes me realise there's something there that I've lost, and I'll never be able, never be able to regain it, I'm afraid. Yeah, interest. There is interest... And, as I said, just this magical thing about being on the big missions. <laughs> OK, we have a message here which will uh, we'll just come in live over the top of this replay for Stu's listening in ship. Um, I don't think he's down yet. I don't think anyone's heard him. If you're listening in ship, Stu, um, there's a D missions on at the Lang Court tomorrow night to celebrate you, celebrate you coming down to Melbourne. Hello? Oh, you are listening? Yes. Isn't this a laugh? Yes. I was just saying it a knock. The, here's the stew saying there was magic in these old missions, in these old replays. And as I said to the knock, yes, stew, and you are now one. <laughs> what you were just saying has become one. <laughs> he called you a case. Yeah, but I mean, even when you sit there having a super knock session, just knocking missions to death, that still makes entertaining missions. Yeah. It's quite ridiculous. What was the other message I had for the stew? Um, oh, we're very short of replays here, Stu. Well, it may not matter after another week or so, but um, when I do feel inclined to put replays on, there's nothing I can really put on anymore because everything's been replayed within about the last three months, I think, or the last six months at least, and, you know, played in the six months before that as well. So it's getting to the point where we can't really play any more replays so it'll be live missions or nothing unless um, I can get some more Bill Apes off you so when you're down in Melbourne I might borrow um, ten or a dozen tapes um, just you know anything low rating or whatever drag some more of the old X-bands out of your library and uh, dub them off righto well back to the replay here good morning Back to the replay. Take it away, knock. It makes me realise there is something there that I've lost, and I'll never be able, never be able to regain it. I'm afraid. Yeah, interest. There is interest, and as I said, just this magical thing about being on the big missions and having mm. things. Each thing was a was a tick in my book, and the missions were just so good. But why can't you come on? 
you know, like listening to you and the Beck talking about aunties and, and the MP and all this, and it's all going all going over Channel D. Nobody's hearing it except one or two people who've got synthesised rigs. Well, so the and thing is... it'd be ideal fodder for 160. The reason we don't do it... I'm sure all the people... You see, it's, it's city private material, really. We don't want... But you just, think, you just think it is. I mean, if you hadn't got your Kyo, yeah. Kutu, and the Vec hadn't got his 22S, yeah. I'm sure all this would have been encoded and discussed on 160. No, it would have been on the phone. See, I haven't rung the Vec up for about six months. Yeah. You see, I used to, you know, at least once a week we'd have a ting session. Mm. Both when he was at work and I was at work, so it cost us nothing. I still think you should come on 160 and discuss it in sufficiently coded fashion that you don't have to worry about well, percussions. It's got to the stage now. I have to be very careful what I say in 160. You think you do? I think, yeah. I think that's what it's really amounts to. Well, you never were. I just, look, face it, I just have known the interest in 160 is down. But Tony, you know, it's just a case of you talk about these things to the Beck on Channel D, if you talked about exactly the same things on 160, um, other people would be able to listen in. Look, the general public couldn't give a darn what happens down in Frankston or what happens at the corner of Williams and Lonsdale Street. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Look, it's just like... You mightn't think they would. Oh, it's just like, you know, you talking about, um, well, you know, university or something. It's not right because I've got a friend who was at school last year and he isn't really sort of, you know, he's, he doesn't want to be in radio or anything. But he always sits there and he's always asking me 50 million questions about what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've occasionally rubbished, rubbished you too because you talk about radio, but I've never myself heard anyone else whinge about it. I remember I've got on blogger here. Yeah. You and the YSP saying all yeah, that's right. talk about is that's the right. pulse. That's right. That's and what I'm saying. That's exactly what I was thinking of when I said that I've yeah. rubbished you. But I've never heard anyone else say it. No. We've created in people's minds the image of the sink pulse and all this sort of thing. Mm. See? We've, we've livened up, we've made people's lives happy. But all the new images have been created on Channel D and no one even hears them. Has the branch seen the pulse films yet? No, I haven't yet. I've been around this juice for about three or four weeks. Limp, 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 bash, limp, 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 bash, limp, bash. Oh, look, back yesterday, last night, rather, I was coming home from work and was walking under the concourse of Flinders Street and goes, Oh, it's bash here! Oh! And I had a word to him, he'd just come, you know, the pulse had just finished. God, he's got no better, he's as bad as he was originally. You're listening to a rare return appearance to 160 metres from oh, the stew and the beck. I've never met the film, I've only heard him on the... Oh, that tape, yeah. Is that still in one piece, I hope? Oh, yeah, the, the, the C hasn't been there to, to listen to it this week. I might just dub it off and leave it in his locker or something. That's disgusting. This is, this is actually live, people. It's got distortions and everything on it. That dub, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, why has it got, um... Why has it got distortions? Don't ask me, I didn't tough it off. The levels just get so high, it's obviously isn't ported through a max. No, I, I wouldn't have wanted it to be. Whose phone was giving things in? Dave. Oh. If anybody really wants to speak to me tonight, you can, I suppose. I've got, a, I've got to where our visitors have left. Thank God. And, um... <laughs> 
Well, that's probably why you haven't been on for the last couple of weeks. Well, one of the reasons they, they seem to think that, well, I can't go into it here, but they didn't think much of my missions or anything, really. They, uh, they tended to think I was a very um, unpleasant person who had no interests. I think you'll, I think you'll find if you talk to the Beck on uh, crossband again, but have him on six metres, uh, I think you'll find it'll be back to normal again. Why is this? Well, I've, I've found the last few weeks I've had several attempts to talk to the Flinders, and whenever other people break in... Get interruptions. Yeah, whenever there's interruptions, it completely loses the train of the whole thing, and it just disintegrates, because you have four people there trying to inject four different topics, and it just goes flat. Well, this is it. Like, if you don't like, speak to the Beck or the Flinders, you should just speak to them, and, you know, otherwise your contact gets stuffed. Yeah, that's right. Keep, you know, eggs break over it or, or beady men walk in or, you know, no, no offence to the people like I do it myself, but you can't really have a decent involved session with more than one person. Mm. Well, see, I, I came up to have words, words to met tonight and a couple of other stations came up and it was um, a case of Matt sort of just went away into the background to do other things and the whole thing just sort of disintegrated and went very quiet. And um, Matt decided he was... He just sort of came and said he was going to sign. But in the process of signing, he brought up the topic that we originally were going to discuss anyway. What was that? What topic was that? Oh, aunties and, you know, things like that. You know, what we were talking about earlier. And um, he just kept going then. He just stayed on. He just left his carrier running so the other people couldn't break in. Yeah. And um, it sort of picked up, and then the only thing that sort of wrecked it after that was he got tired about half an hour later anyway, because he's on a crash diet at the moment. What's he crashing on? Just trying to lose a bit of weight. He's too fat. Yeah, and um, so that sort of that was the only thing that wrecked it. It was okay then. But I think I think you've got to do the same thing with the Beck. I think you've got to you've got to work him on six. I'd love to get the Beck on six, but the Beck has no technical knowledge to get his six metre meters going. My seating oh, station is working well on six. Well, what's wrong with six metres, Beck? Everything. It's all going for a tunnel. Like, I mean, I went and bought a great pile of new valves for it, mm. and the head and I went and placed all these valves and made no difference. So the sievers had the tunnel. That doesn't matter for crossbeans. No, but the missus part. Well, see, the thing is, Lindsay... Lindsay's got an old 1677 or something strange, which he wants to get going, and he might get going over the Christmas holidays. Hmm. And if he does, he might get rid of his base station. Oh, yeah. See, I think, I think the MTR-12 is just a hopeless cause now. Because he can't make of it, and I can't make of it. Has it got normal drive? Everywhere? Uh, no. <laughs> Where does the drive fall off? Oh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've bothered trying to fix it. Yeah, have they got metering points throughout them? Yeah. yeah well, it's usually... F you can usually just trace along. That's what I do with a 6A. Mm. Just trace along until you lose it. I suppose I should... It, it... You could fix it. <sighs> you could. I'm just a hopeless person. <sighs> Look, when I dig into the 6A to find a fault, I haven't got the faintest idea what it is. It's just a case of sending out time. When you get to a stage where there's, where there's no drive, where there yeah. should be drive... But do you know Ohm's law? <laughs> you get to a place where there's no drive, there should be drive there, there's no apparent reason why there shouldn't be drive. You put a new valve in, there's still no blooming drive. And you just got to fiddle around with it for a couple of nights and sort of check things and short cathodes to earth to see if that brings the drive up and check the high tension and... Well, isn't the... All these obvious... 
silly things. Base station, it always has a puddle anyhow, doesn't it? Well, Lindsay's base station's pretty RS anyway. It sounds like a telephone. But it keeps blowing up too. Yeah, I, I get your own little rig going. See, if you're on six metres, if people want to break in, well, the stew's got to say, oh, I'm going to listen too. Well, the thing is... And he won't do that unless the contact's going really bad. Well, really Lindsay badly. wants to get two metres going, uh, six metres going anyway. Yeah, well... As so, a private so, link, because... So for some funny reason, when Lindsay bre breaks in, things don't go for a cuddle. Well, he, he just feels he wants to use between him and me, mm. because he feels two metres is... You know, too public. Yeah, well, like the other night, you just get mitted on 160 and don't even know. When was this? Oh, uh, the other night. Oh, the night we did. Yeah, the but night then, we did. then it happened again. I was talking to just, I was just talking to Lindsay. Oh, <laughs> that when we were switching up all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you know, things like that. Mm. And you want to say something privately, and you know you're on two meters, and just by the fact if you leave the sievers running all day, here all these strange carriers going on, often people going harlow, harlow, that you've never heard before mm. on the frequency, so it goes to show that quite a few people possibly do listen. Mm. That's why I want to get this selective calling thing in for the same reason, because two metres is just so busy. Six metres is the ideal frequency for that sort of thing. I think it is. But as you say, Lindsay does, He, I'd like to have more contacts with Lindsay. Yeah, he doesn't come on often enough. No. But for other people, it's the other. That's right. It's, mm. um, yes. But Lindsay sort of righto. What? Not you. Not you, D-head. We're, we're sort of talking about you and the stew having crossbands, you fool. I mean, when Lindsay comes in, he sort of adds to it because he's got interesting things to talk about medical school or things like this. Mm. Your Lindsay only comes on really, and therefore, yeah. he's, as you say, he's got interesting things to talk about. Because he's got a different... Because he has... He, he, he... He's not a ham type. No, he's got a different walk of life, you see. Actually, that's the thing. So these contacts that you have are invariably between completely non-ham, non-technical types. So when a ham or technical type pops up, it tends to sort of wreck things. Well, look, this is it. Now, we're speaking about, you know, nowities or something like this or the media. Then some like no, they've been listening for about five hours. Or five years, yeah. it doesn't really matter. And they, all they hear us talking about is trains, trams, radio and things like this. Then they break in and they tell us what the grid drive is or the plate of their 807 and they just talk technical rubbish, which it's okay. Now, see, the difference is, I think, that if you're a technical type and work in a technical business, you come on the air to talk about trivialities. Mm. If you're a student or, you don't, or you're a clerk and you've got a licence, you come on to exploit, exploit your technical knowledge, you see. Mm. And to me, it's boring to hear people talking about technical things on the air because I hear technical things all day. Mm. And um, I reckon it's when people break in, um, to some extent, I think it's a bit rude anyway. Like if two people are having a crossband... Um, and the, the, the crossband's sort of quite interesting and rolling along quite nicely. When a third party or a fourth or anything else sort rolling of along. breaks in, um, I think it's bad manners anyway. Well, it's like, like breaking in on telephone conversation or... Well, quite often, like, say if you were the air on, I'd like to break in and say, look, I'm listening, it's a really good crossband, keep going, to sort of let you know that I'm listening and I'm going to bed or something, I would like it to continue as long as possible. Mm. Some people, you're talking about trams to Frankston or something, right? Mm. Somebody breaks in and you acknowledge them, you talk to them for about two minutes, and, think, and I think, well, you know, they've been listening, they, they want people to know that they're listening and get their, their voice on the air, all sort of thing. Mm. 
and he start talking back about trains and all this, then they just keep wanting to break in. Yeah, it's okay if people break in if they're contributing yeah, something to it, but if they're not contributing something to it, if only they'd realise that they're not contributing and, and you know, go away again. Speaking of that, about, you know, say a tram to Sydney, mm. and this, this guy breaks in and says he's got a new, you know, a new IC22 and he's got a beam pointing this way and he's worked to who this person, that person. Mm. And he keeps just destroying the contact. Mm. Now, you know, it's just... I don't know whether to be rude and say, look, go and tuttle with you. But at least on six metres at the back, you know, you can just turn two metres off and don't get disturbed. Yeah, maybe if I could get Matt to get six metres. Oh, it's excellent. Look, the eggs, I if... the eggs quality is excellent on six too. Well, listen, Beck, do you want to sell you a six metre rig? I don't know, I'd have anything. We'll, we'll get it going and... Um... <laughs> I see. I reckon the back should buy, he would have to admit, which would, uh, a B47 or something. They're excellent rigs. Look, Beck, there must be one fault in that rig. One little fault. I don't know what it is, but for the last, ever since you've had it, there's one fault in there which you haven't managed to find. But I don't think you've really looked very hard. Another thing that gets me, some of the early back contacts, before his rig went for a complete wreck, before his brain completely degenerated so he knew nothing, you know, he used to know a bit of technical stuff, now he knows nothing. His quality to microphone through was beautiful, just sounded like he was in the room. With all our feedback every time I stopped talking, uh, wasn't that bad. But now you just get this tin quality, I must admit the two metres is better than the tin quality from the art thing over. I wonder if the egg had Sally's old six metre rig, because the quality's the same as the present one. Because hasn't he still got the old rig, the old homemade rig, which was complete access quality? I don't think you can't buy things off the egg. He doesn't sell the egg. <laughs> no, um, so he's got he the new... the brads, but not to me, or the back. He's got the new rig, and he's got the old one sitting there, which very occasionally gets pressed in the service. Um, hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. He might sell it. Eight one five four. Mm. Anyway, I mean, as we said, the pick's got a rig and there's a fault in it, so it's just a case of working out what the fault is. Well, what the first fault is the battery goes flat, and he didn't need to build a proper power supply. You can go along to Smithhead and you can pay twenty-eight dollars or something and get the bits for a twelve-volt supply. Really? Yes. How many amps? How many amps do you want? Well, probably about twelve. 12. I think it'd probably be about 6, actually. About, what? about 6. Well, the 6 only draws 6 right. amps. It does. I've measured it. Well, the MR6 might the head brought around an ammeter one day. Yeah. He's got a 0 to 10. I couldn't possibly draw 12 amps. No, I don't know. It draws about 7.5. Yeah, well, that just means you put, um, you can, instead of having one 3 out of 5, you stick 3 in. But they're only $1.80 each. You yes, that's all a bit too much for the back to build. Oh, rubbish. And me too. I mean, if it comes in a module radio part, you rip off the plastic and plug input and output and it works. It's a bit hard to build, you see. What a lot. You know that box you've got there for the limiter? Yeah. That would make an excellent box for a power supply. You buy yourself a 6x4 heat sink and put it on the back, put three 3 double fives on it, and it'll push you at 12 amps. Just like that. Because there's nothing in a power supply. You get an ordinary Smithhead supply that's rated at two or three amps or something with one three double five, and you stick three three double fives in. ZVZ used to be a contact wrecker. <laughs>
was not very nice because Mr. Z was uh, quite intelligent, actually. He was intelligent, but he'd come on with this, like you're speaking to the egg or the bank, you know, beautiful quality and you've got a nice mission to go in. And then there's 10 missions, hardly readable above the noise comes on, and for the next two hours he's just tweaking his knob and talking about stars, which I find very interesting, but you couldn't hear him half the time. And he had to keep going off because of Hum and TVI. Now, that was a classic example of contact wrecking. Yeah, now it's fair enough to say people are a contact wrecker in the sense of um, uh, you and the Beck having a particular type of relatively insane contact and somebody completely sane comes up and tries to talk sane. I keep thinking of the tram Yeah. Five days. People should say if they want to come up, they should be insane. Yeah, well, you, you, if somebody comes up, you say, are you sane? They say yes, you say get lost. Or, you know, not quite yeah. like that, but... But you could have a three-minute limit, you know, like a, like a, like a talk back. Yeah, you haven't yeah, said it in yeah. three minutes. Well, we've lost that call. We, we now um, we take our next caller on Channel D. Remember, the, the number to ring is 147.475. And, yes, we have it. The light is flashing now. Yes, we'll take our next call. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good one, Respect. Yeah, that's a great loss, I think. Because, well, the only problem is... Of course, no, am I mixed? Am I no, mixed? I think it perfectly. But, um, the stew and the long don't get on very well. No, but in a contact, the stew, you know, the, uh, he sort of fitted in quite the well. The long was hilarious. Mm. I mean, thinking of things like over at Sia, we were trying to call down at a radio news one day. Mm. The long and I just had their cackness of laughing about this flying trams that was on the... Cr- yeah, well, the, the long... Chris has got an extremely good sense of the lunatic. Yeah, yeah. That's why. And both which a lot of other people haven't got. Hacking ourselves about ten minutes, and every time we started, we just kept thinking of flying trams. Mm. You could make a list, almost, of the sorts of people that have got the required lunatic sense. But I think the long... Oh, we all are. I mean, some cross bands fall flat, but I mean... You sort of got to put up with them. Mm. You put up with them. I he's not listening. Um... Put up with his bad points. No, I mean, let's face it. Three out of four of the crossbands that I have just fall flat. It's the f- it's the fourth one that you sort of, you know, the logging that you keep, sort of thing. But um, you can't you can't sort of throw that at Chris. I mean, that applies to all of us. No, but but anybody who breaks into my house, steals a tape. Oh, he only took what was his anyway. Panel, only took what was his. When I'm not here. He only took what was his. I don't like. And you, you and just. I don't like the law. And you destroyed his I'm private property in the form of his record that he lent you. You wrecked it. He gave me those records. Did he? Yes. I thought he lent them to you. He wouldn't know what he's done. He, let's hope he finds his, his mark in white mark. Mm, I can't imagine he gave them to you. Not, not with the, with the way he thought of you. What's happening to all these records at home? Are they getting moved out or what? I don't know. Don't know. Getting moved out today? Don't know anything about that. Um, anyway, getting back to this rig, it'll have to be fixed. Six metre rig. Because whenever you come and have contacts, um, I must say, generally speaking, when other people break in on the crossbands that you're having, when the Beck's on Channel D, when other people break in, I've noticed that more often than not, they just the crossband disintegrates. Because um, not everybody's got the required, you know... Well, quite often, people like listening to insane stuff, but they're not insane themselves. I mean, I think this is the same in all media. 
and uh, they come in and they can't really contribute like mm. they'd like to be insane, but they're not. Mm. And they're, just, they're talking sane. Now, well, you and the Beck deliberately put yourselves into the um, insane state of mind for the contact, but when yeah. other people break up, but break in, yeah. uh, they don't break up. No, they don't get in the required mood. I don't think they realise the prerequisites. See, they say, yes, just the valve to do it too. Yes, doubling and tripling the 807. Well, actually, if they said that, it'd probably be all right. But they yeah. don't. What are the qualifications? Oh, what happened to... Oh, uh... What? What happened to, um... Uh... One of his relatives... Not when it's been mixed with, with the program, though. Yeah. 
because then your whole voice and the sound effects and everything go for a, for a band. As long as the people on two or six go off occasionally just to make the point that it's them that's contributing this. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, All of a sudden it goes dead quiet. It makes, it makes problems, like, if tapes are going to be dubbed, it's all additive, and also any compression or AGC makes the whole system thing worse. I mean, I can really, all I can really say is it has to be at least a 40 dB seek noise before... Oh, rubbish. Look, I, I still think the only problem is that you've been having crossbands on Channel B, and when other people break in, it falls to bits. We should really just get old set quarters and cord them on set, because so much easier than putting tapes on machines and things. And then you can just write on the, on the label of the set what's on it, throw it in the corner. Well, it doesn't matter. Once you start the tape rolling, it goes for two hours. What's the well, problem? Well, you see the tapes go for longer, which is, is a benefit. Um, not hard to turn over. No. But I look at my cupboard, and there will be most of the cross bands there have never even they've been recorded and haven't even been replayed. Right. Well, the ones that you've never replayed are the ones you should be using, reusing. But I, I don't know if there's something on them good or not. I've taken a whole pile of tapes to work and I'm going to just go through them spotless and every five minutes. If they weren't interesting, throw them out and reuse. But there's always something of interest, like topical interest. That's not that important. Like all the stuff that I've... Just about all the cross bands that I've had for the past two weeks were logged, but they've now been erased. Why not go down to the local tea store and buy a great stack of tea tape? Well, that's what Dave does. Well, I've got so much, I've got a lot of tape here that could, you know, there's no point erasing anything because I've got this grot tape. <clears throat> um, it's just, you know, as time goes by, the less interesting things will appear interesting. Why don't you um, do what I did and that's occasionally get a whole pile of tapes and yeah. dump them down onto one? Oh, it takes bloody time. You know, if you have a, to dub two hours of stuff takes a whole day. That's right, that's right, but at least you get five or six tapes all down onto one tape. But it's a look, I have to play with tapes all day anyhow, I just don't want to see any tapes. I've tried doing that. Like, you know, the session I dubbed all your old tapes? Mm. That took me two weeks of constant work, mm. and I just didn't want, want to see another cross band after that. Mm. Well, you have got a lot of stuff on there that doesn't exist anymore. But the problem is, you see, you were listening to it when you were doing it, you just do it and just run away from it. And listen back to it some other time when you're putting it in there, and you probably you can't really, you can't really, because you uh, you want to edit bits out. This is it. If you want to do a good job, you end up realising you've dubbed you edit two out hours of interesting of, stuff, of you know, backwards music or something. Mm. But I have got a lot of stuff there that you have got rid of. Um, but uh, look, I'll tell you, what, I'll supply you with tapes, and if you just want to dub stuff, you know, edit things down, you know, I'll be quite happy to supply you with tapes. Yeah, right. Well, wh why don't you, why don't you make a policy for the next couple of months of not logging anything then? As long as I know if you're going to be on, if anything interesting starts, I'll start logging it. Oh. <laughs> By the way, that log of the agar you played last night, I'd like to get a copy of that before it's raised. That won't be raised, that's a permanent one, but it, all the stuff that's been had during the last couple of weeks yeah. has been wiped because it was all... That agar one was on that old pink stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I could hear all the dropouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't too bad. Well, for Nick's it's not bad, I suppose, for a particular shop under the ground there. Yeah. Speaking of which, I meant to bring that tape around back here. Yeah, off your working night or five, you better leave it till the weekend or 
until you're on afternoon shift. But I think I just, the magic of missions has ceased. No, I think listening to, except as you say, for the last couple of weeks, when you've gotten really sick of it because you've been on five nights out of seven or more, D? on D. I haven't been on five. I, you were coming on, a month ago, you were coming on six nights out of seven on Channel D. You were on every night. There's no blooming wonder you got absolutely sick of it. The thing was, the thing was, it was still fairly interesting what you were raving about, even though it sort of tended to be a bit repetitive. It was just we annoying. Wanted, we want to go and do interesting things too, now that it's the summer season. Yeah, that's true too. Because, you know, there's no, once upon a time, there's you know, possibilities now. we can talk about the sewage farm and everything, laugh about that for ages, yeah. keep bringing things up that you remember about them, mm. and going, you know, we could go down to the beach and do missions and everything like that. As long as it's done properly, it'd be really good. Yeah, well, if you can get those little batteries for your 22S, that'd be ideal. And have five missions from it. Yeah, I must work out a way of patching into the 22S. Well, if the bridge works out a way, well, that'll be good. Yeah, well, I've got the circuit here. It's just a case of not having done it. I've got patching out of it, which is quite easy, of course, just across the volume control. Yeah, but wouldn't the quality be a bit house out of it? It's not too bad, because you're listening to it at the moment. Um, like when Beanie Man puts... Yeah, I know. When Beanie Man puts on his full quality, it sounds quite nice. Even listening through the AKGs. Well, what about at the plug at the back? That's even better. That's full fire quality. It's only limited by the IF out the plug yeah, out the back. Oh, that's why I thought you'd be taking things out of. Ah, oh, but it's, un it's unmuted. Oh, that's a good point. It's not muted out the back. So you've got to put an external mute on, which is, you know, a couple of FETs and a few resistors and a diode and a couple of capacitors, and I just couldn't be bothered because it's not my 22S. And actually, it's, it's even with the beanie, but wouldn't all these oh, high look, frequencies make it go for a tunnel? The high frequencies... If there's a lot of really high frequencies at full deviation, it, it lisps a bit. But as far as the low frequencies are concerned, of course, it's flat to DC. And the bass just came booming through. It was incredible. Because, of course, being off the discriminator, it's flat from DC to whatever frequency. So that's no worry. So you just hook across pin two on the back and away you go. But, I mean, that would be ideal for crossbands because you haven't got people coming on and off all the time like talking to the back. It's no good for a crossband if there's three or four people in it, dropping off all the time. But I put an external mute on the uh, on the 6A and there's nothing in it. It's quite simple. Yes, I know there's a problem with using two metres in these things. They weren't designed to do continuous missions for three hours. That's oh. a point too. I wonder what there's no problem Look, there. Because mine burned out, but that was just a fault. I don't think there's any case. Look, on one watt they should be okay. And, uh, mm. But mine's tunnelled on one watt. What? What tunnelled? My, my missus. Only takes off, it doesn't get hot. No, but takes off and you get this terrible noise. Beck, you should get that fixed. You didn't pay $300 for a lemon, did you? No, but you take it back there and they, don't, they can't make it and they just end up butchering the thing. Is that what happened? No, but that's probably what would happen. Oh, well take it back first before you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say where. Oh, yeah. But no, you yeah. should take it back anyway. It's sort of like buying a car that only has top gear. Oh, and you say, oh, I'll have to drive fast because there's no low gears. I mean, that's stupid, Beck. You just, I just yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, it's, it's like the Stu saying he's sick of missions all the time. You know, it just doesn't make sense. See, there's, that's on low power now. Oh, it's 60 over 9. Well, it says I've got an inverter on the missions. Where? Come on again. Oh, it's about 40 dB down. You're not honestly complaining oh, about that, are you? Yes. Nice. Depends where you have the microphone. 
But see, look, it's hardly putting out any power at all. See, on low power, it's meant to give... You should normally read about two on the RF out. Pretty close to it. It's probably, it's probably that little feedback circuit. They've got a simple feedback circuit to change power. That's probably what it is, that little FET. You think so? Mm. If you hook a capacitor across somewhere, it might There's probably it. just some little trimmer you adjust to make it work. And there's so many trimmers there, probably just something's a bit out of alignment. Also, it does spread a fair bit, that signal, when it's on buzz missions. Oh, yeah. And the people could have a spew. Well, I say, uh, this the place that you brought it from have a responsibility to fix that. Exactly. Look, I don't know... If it's spreading. Look, I would take mine, mine back. They must know what it is. They've probably found it Look, in other sets before anyway. For God's sake, take it back, man, before you lose your guarantee. Yeah, it could have cro cropped up on many occasions, that fault. Probably has. I mean, why should yours just be the one that's got it? I mean, I'd take mine back to the glove box, but, you know, he doesn't, didn't give a guarantee with it, so I'm stuck. <sighs> Actually, I prefer my fault to the Bex, because all I have to do is replace a resistor. Anyway, that's easy to fix. All he's got to do is take it back to the... V place, but um, that six metre thing's a bit of a problem. Like, I'd offer to fix it, but I can just imagine myself spending two full nights on it. Well, after your exams, I know you're not doing that. I haven't got any exams. Why don't you... Now, look, don't you wish you were studying like mad for exams, so in a few weeks when you finished your exams, you'd feel really, you know, happy? No, I think I'll, I'll feel really happy when I... You know, start on the board and go out and get some work. Go out and start working. What are you gonna, where are you going to work? Oh, I'll just look in the paper. Why don't you get a job as an ounce to get back? Why not? I've had it for one. Hey? I've had it now for over three months. All right, take it back and get it fixed and pay whatever they want. Pay money for it. But tell them anyway, that, tell them that the fault's been there since it was new anyway, and they probably... No, uh, no. Oh, yes. Well, don't, you know, you don't have to push the point, but you can tell them. I mean, that is the truth. Paul, like, I can't imagine your outlook. I mean... It sounds like he's frightened of taking it back at all. You bought it for, you know, $300 or something. It didn't, you know, it's not working properly. You can't call it working properly. Yeah, they, they include in your $300 the possibility that there's going to be service required. Otherwise, they'd give it to you for $270. Well, actually, it wasn't $300, was it? It was $270, but anyway. And, um... It's all taken into account in the no, finance. You'd think that you'd take it back before the thing is, you know, has wrecked. I mean, it's not like taking it back because of something obvious. Like oh, what difference does it make? As long as he takes it back and gets it fixed. I mean, what if he is $20 out of pocket? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's fixed, as long as it's going like, it meant, like it's um, supposed to go. Well, hang on. Uh, 12, what's the date today? Oh. 16th, now. Yeah. Mm, I missed out by three days. Oh, wouldn't it worry? Well, you can't take it back this week anyway, because you're 9 till 5. You can How probably are you take it on Saturday morning. Uh, you mm -hmm. walk in there and you say, look, this mess is wrecked and all these people will look at you. Are you frightened of being looked at? No, but I know when I went <laughs> to get the GC, this is <laughs> somewhat embarrassing. But look, it's slightly different. A piece of communications equipment that costs $300 and a, and a portable radio, I think it's a completely different thing. I wonder if somebody could offer to take it back for the back. So you might be it's embarrassed. Not that bad. Maybe the stew could take it in for you. Look, I'd take it in. It's just, it's, you know, ridiculous. I'd say if you were nice to them, uh, you know, they'll fix it up at a minimal cost, even if you are three days over the guarantee. I mean, it's business, and they don't want their name slandered. And, uh, you know, that's the way business works. 
if you look as if you've been upset, you know, they'll fix it up and it'll be really nice to you because they know that you'll do slander missions. And uh, I really think you should take it back because it, the way it is, you will never have it, you know, you'll never get it working properly and uh, you didn't pay all that money for a tuttled rig. You've got to take it back. You can't. You're not going to keep it like that for the next ten years, are you? Are you going to sell it with a fold in it? No. Well, obviously you've got to take it back sometime. Why don't you go over to and swap it with him? Oh, because he knows what his serial number is, and likewise. Hmm. Anyway, I still think the six meter rigs. If he didn't know, well, it could be a bit dangerous. You see. Six meter rigs more important. Um, Everyone was convincing me that it was a tennis fault anyway. Six. No, two. Oh. I doubt it the way you get out. I very much doubt it. But I can't make a fly. If you move the mic cord around the room, you can sometimes get rid of it. Oh, it must be some sort of RF feedback then. Maybe one of your um, feed-throughs on the mic cable's broken in half or something. On the back of the plug or whatever. But why wouldn't it do it in high power? Good point. But, you know, it needs to be fixed. Oh, why it wouldn't why it wouldn't do it on high power is because the um, that little output circuit probably hunts on low power, but not on high power. Um, but if the thing wasn't exhibiting RF feedback, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like it's the fact that it's audible on the signal is because whatever's happening in that feedback thing on the output in the high low switch, um, the fact that it's audible is because it's being picked up by the mic and rectified. In other words, your signal's sort of being AM'd in the low power position because of the circuit's hunting and trying to keep it in the low power position. Um, and if there was no RF feedback, you wouldn't even realise it because the power would be jumping up and down, but because it's FM, you wouldn't hear it. But it's obviously yeah, well, if you look at the meter, it does go up and down. Mm. Yeah, he does spread like... Um about 100 kcs either side, I can still hear it here. Yeah, well, it's a typical thing for a feedback circuit yeah. to hunt if it's not adjusted properly. And it sounds like his thing's hunting at about yeah. a 1 kc square wave rate. Yeah, it's disgusting. This modern... modern Probably wide and electrolytic in backwards or something. That's uh, what happened with that thing down at the MP, didn't it, Beck? Uh, That's probably what's happening to this. That's probably what it is. It's really hunting like an idiot on the 1 watt level. Oh. That presses is so annoying. Not that that wasn't the presses that wrecked. Oh. The on-air presses. Oh. You can't hold the tables and do slip cue missions. With the fader open. Yes. Because it goes... And you hear the jingle That's going. not the presses, that's Max. Well, whatever it is. Yeah, it'll be Max. It's such a nuisance. So you've got to sit there with the key off and... Mm. And just make sure you let things go, everything go at the right time. Yeah, in other words, you virtually... Max would not do that. Eh? Max wouldn't do that. Max jumps down very quickly. No way would Max, not that much gain. Max wouldn't wouldn't do that. He can do perfect flick starts with Max. It must be their their presses. Oh yeah, well there'd be ten there'd be ten dB from Max. Yeah. 
wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. And um, probably about six or seven from the liver, so you got nearly 20 altogether. Because mm. normal to have five or six at the transmitter just to allow for line level variation. I mean, for a commercial station, it is. Wouldn't be for aunties, I suppose. And how do you enjoy your um, your stint as big announcers? I, I did listen, I had it on while I was going to sleep. Didn't you? Were you talking to somebody on the phone or something once, were you? for the, uh, the dropouts towards the end there. We are recording this rather close to the end of the tape. G'day, Tony. Um, that was recorded by The Doors, VK3BND, off his FRG7. And as you can probably tell listening to it, none of us realised that it was being recorded, so I was quite intrigued to, to get a copy of that one. And uh, 
Have a listen to it. It does sound a little bit muffled, which is purely a function of the FRG7. Um, sounds like Guy recorded it with the uh, receiver tuned right into the centre. Um, I think there's a limit with the FRG7 anyway as to how far you can tune off the centre. I think it's got a fairly sharp filter on it. Anyway, that was um, from around about October, approximately October 1977. Stu, the Beck, uh, and myself a little bit earlier on, uh, Matt 3SL was there also.